Hey, what's up, you sexy bitches, and welcome back to the Weekly D. And today I've got my good friends again back on the podcast, Stevie and Athena, where we have asked you to send your questions into us and we have helped answer them. We had a good mix of questions on this podcast, and there are definitely some shady ass questions in there. <laughs> but you know what? We answered them anyway, so you really don't want to miss out on this episode. Because, honey, this is the Weekly D. And if you ain't getting your D on the daily, you should at least be getting it once on the weekly. If you're not getting any and you want some tea, then come and join Dan up on the Weekly D. Hey, you two. Good to see you today. How are you doing? Stevie, come on, you can answer us first. How are you doing? Oh, hi. I'm good. It's such a surprise. I didn't even realise we were doing this today. <laughs> oh, look at us. <laughs> what a coincidence that we've all bumped into each other here. <laughs> I know, in this worldwide web. <laughs> How are you, Athena? I'm great. I'm very happy to see you guys. Yeah. So I'm surprised. always happy to see you, and it always makes it even better to see you wearing a nice little denim jacket number, you know, <laughs> why not? You just think, oh, do you know what, I'm going to do a podcast today, so what can I wear? I'm going to throw on a cheeky little denim <laughs> jacket, why not? I just feel like that should be fine. Um, well, she said she's cold at 20 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's freezing. 20 degrees is like summer for us, babe, so you you are <laughs> fine. Take that thing off, I'm joking. Um do you know what I realised is that this um, podcast that we do as the three of us, I was thinking we should call it like, um, like Dear Sad or something, like S-A-D. And I was like, oh, that's kind of like boring though, like Stevie, Athena and Dan. However, Dad. but what I did think was actually we could make it so much funnier, but Athena is ruining it because it could be um, Dear STD, which would be hilarious. But so we'd have Stevie, <laughs> T and Dan, but we can't use the T because Athena is using her stage name and not her real name. Are we allowed? Can I dox you? What's your real name? Maria. No, it's not. <laughs> well, okay, I have many. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, it's not, Maria. <laughs> I was like, how? How is that T? That is not T. It's Thelma. <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Yes. Yes. I am your Thelma and you're my Louise. <laughs> yes. So, but if your name was like Thelma Wolf, which doesn't sound as good, I guess, then we could have been oh. STD. But I think we should maybe be like, dear STD anyway, because it sounds hilarious. So maybe we'll call this feature that we're going to be doing today, dear STD. Who's up for that? Or do we like that name? Or have, have we like got any it. other, we, we can't really do anything else, can we? We've got SAD, STD, D, DAS, dear DAS. Das good, yeah. Das is das, good. Das is so good. Das is sehr gut, no? Nine. Yeah, I think probably dear STD will have to do. Yeah, we've kind of gone off on a little bit of a tangent there, haven't we? So um, we have got um, some questions that have been sent in by um, the lovely followers um, of Polos. I also posted it on my Dan Rosen page as well. Um, 
And some of them are questions that are coming out. Yeah, well, some of them are quite shady, actually. But I think that we should actually deliberately answer them because (coughs) they probably asked them thinking that we weren't going to answer them. And I think we should just answer them. So, yeah, let's Yeah, go for it. STD is ready. We're warm and ready to go. Come on, STD. Um, I think we should start with, like, the the most tame ones. So the first one was asking about something that happened literally just last week. um, And someone had put, are you sad about the queen? I'll go first. I am sad about it. Um, I'm sad because I... It's really funny. Loads, I remember when it happened, I was like, oh, I feel really sad, but I didn't really Maybe know why. Maybe for this segment, we can change the name to sad. Yeah. Tell us why you're sad, sad, Dad. Yeah, dear sad. So we are sad. Now, I'm sad, um, you know, didn't know her very well, never met her, you know, but I felt like she was, you know, friends with me in, like, other another world kind of thing. But no, do you know what? It's really odd. I feel like with the Queen thing, the reason why maybe I felt sad about it, I don't know if you feel the same, is because it was that constant thing that I had in my life where it was like throughout my whole life, she has been the Queen. I've always just known that. Do you know what I mean? So it's it was really weird after 30, you know, four years of life to be like, oh, the Queen is dead. That's so odd. Like, it just feels weird. And I know lots of people have their opinions of the Queen. And, and I don't consider myself a royalist at all, by the way. But it just feels weird. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm mourning her, like, because I love the Queen. It's just because it feels weird. That's all it is. What about you? Me? Stevie, go on. <laughs> I, I don't really have much to say about the Queen, seriously. <laughs> Um, I'm of a similar opinion, but only because she has just been something that's stable. But also, I think when the power of media, you're, there's, it's just taken over our TV as well. Like all of our feeds, everything, TikTok, all of our social media that we normally look at is kind of forcing us to be sad because all we're doing is remembering the Queen, bereaving the Queen, watching everything that people are doing to say sorry to the Queen. Like I am sad and I think she did work hard and um to to like almost the days before her death she was still working which is something to be respected but I don't necessarily agree with everything at all that the royal family has done um but I've always liked having a queen because I like having a woman in power and I think that says a lot to females but um I would prefer to have a queen than a king but that's kind of it's not hugely affected me. Yeah. I think, what were you going to say? Why don't you feel any way about, about it? I guess because obviously she isn't your queen anyway. So, But you have a king and a queen where you are, right? No, no, we don't. They were killed. Like, uh, <laughs> They were killed during the communism. So, no, we, we don't have it. <laughs> She's like, no. Also, I quite like they were being, killed. I quite like being called a United Kingdom. I like the word kingdom in it. What about United the- Queendom? Come on, Queen! <laughs> like, really, why didn't they change United Kingdom to United Queendom when she was crowned? Because I don't think it was called... I mean, oh, oh God, this I'm not the right person to answer to, but I assume it isn't called the United Kingdom because it was a king in charge. Was that why it was called that? Of course! Yeah, really? it's because we have a monarchy. I thought it was called kingdom because a kingdom is like, 
you don't have to have a king or a queen to have a kingdom kind of thing, no? Yeah. Yeah, you do. You well, do? Yeah. Oh. That's why we're, like... we're a kingdom. Oh, God. You know, when you say a word so many times, it starts to lose all meaning. Now I've said the word kingdom so many times, it kind of means nothing. Um, I just thought like a kingdom was like, like I could say, like, oh, my house is my kingdom kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I didn't, I don't know. I just thought a kingdom was like a, a place, like an area kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I didn't realize that. We have to look yeah, that no, up. It, yeah. yeah, it's because there was a king. Oh. So, yeah, it should have been the United Kingdom. Yeah, but then obviously it probably was a king in charge when it became the United Kingdom, and they probably were just like, yeah, yeah let's not change it. But you know what? One thing, and I don't know if anyone else agrees with me, um, and maybe it will still happen, I don't know, but wouldn't it be awesome for Charles to be like, do you know what, actually... I want to pass it directly on straight to William now because I feel like it's going to cost the country so much money to change all the currency and all this other stuff. It's going to cost so much money. And if he's only alive for another 10 years, we're going to have to do it all over again when William becomes king. And then it's like, it's double the amount. And I feel like, especially with the crisis we're going through at the moment, like with the economy financially, I feel like actually it'd be the right thing to do. I don't know whether they're even allowed to do that. And this is the thing. I know obviously there are rules that the, the royals have that maybe they're not allowed to do. So maybe he can't do that. I don't know. But yeah, I thought how cool would that be actually if he was like, do you know what? Actually, I'm too old really to do this. And also I might not live for very long. So if that is the case, it will cost the country so much more money. So I would rather give this to my son now and have him because it'd be so cool because he's young as well. So it's like to have someone who's well, he's young, he's in his 40s. Right. But it's, I feel like that would be really cool. Um, what are your thoughts on, um, and this is a bit controversial, but this is what the show is about, really. We're talking about subjects that are a bit uncomfortable. Lots of people I've seen online talking about, you know, how bad the royal family is, you know, it's colonial roots and stuff like this. And, and I get it, you know, they have done a lot of terrible things. But a lot of people have done terrible things. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean they can't go down in history. What 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 do you feel about it? They, they word it almost as if the Queen personally went and um, did it herself. Do you know what I mean? They forget that actually she is the figurehead of it, but she doesn't make all the decisions herself. She didn't say herself, oh, I want to do this. <laughs> Let's go and take over that country. You know, that's not her decision. She She's just the figurehead of all of it, which I know doesn't excuse it, of course. But what, what are your thoughts around that, Stevie? Um, so I, I don't really have a huge opinion of it, but I do think that one one of the reasons why people get so frustrated about it is because they've never gone on record to apologise. Um, and even if they weren't her actions, she could have, taken which she would have never done because of the backlash on the monarchy and they're probably scared whether they'll <clears throat> lose their power or what little power they actually have but just to actually uh, take responsibility for what has happened in the past and say yes that did happen I don't agree with it and it's not going to be the same moving forward but do you not think though that even if even if they did do that first of all that no one would accept the apology but also no one does that in real life, like for all the mistakes. Oh, God, I made, yeah. I made so many mistakes when I was younger. Oh, God, like I remember back when I was younger. And, you know, again, 
this is just something that many people used to do. Like, look at all the racist jokes that used to go around, all the racist TV shows we used to support. Do you remember watching Little Britain, Stevie, in the UK? They did blackface and stuff on that. We found it hilarious. That is not acceptable now. You know, all these little things. I don't go online and apologize for, oh, I'm really sorry I watched this show because of this. You know, it was a mistake. We learn from it. We move on. Uh, the world changes. We can't apologize for every little mistake we make. I mean, Athena, what do you, what do you think? <clears throat> well, I think that anyone in power is a horrible person anyways. Like nobody in power is a, a Mother Teresa. Like, come on, let's be real. Mm. And... Well, we, we've had consequences of British colonialism here. I mean, you've heard Marco say one time, two more, my people don't have bread to eat. Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> so it's like, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like, what does that change to my life? I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about the royal family. I don't, you know, I care about my house, about my Same. money, about my kids. I can't be like the world savior when there's a Jeff Bezos and a royal family who could probably like feed the whole planet, but they don't care to. So why is it my job to do it? You know, it's like, let me just focus on my little bubble here. Yeah. But then like you just said, you're like, why, why is it my job to do it? Well, also, why is it their job to do it as well? I see. And I know that's like one of those things where people <coughs> are like, oh, why doesn't Jeff Bezos feed the world? Well, first of all, he is, he's worth billions, but do, he doesn't have billions in the bank. I think people forget that. It doesn't but work But also like that. there's an element of people that are in power that they like okay i understand to a certain degree why some people don't apologize for what has happened in the past but when you're in a position of power and you've got that outreach of people mm. following you or listening to you you need to set an example yeah. and that's why i think in some cases especially with the queen or the royal family and especially what they've done wrong um that's why some people would actually need them to step forward and actually acknowledge what they've done yeah no, for sure. I, I feel like sometimes with things like this, you know, I, I totally get, I, I agree with what people are saying. That's the thing. So I don't disagree with them. I do actually agree with what they're saying about, you know, colonialism, all this sort of stuff. These are things that happen in history that are terrible. Um, I just find it quite funny that the, the same people that will moan about this are the same people that it's like they're the same people that were like oh we can't use the word exotic anymore and now they're using the word exotic again i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> or they're the, the same brakes. people that are like oh you shouldn't be wearing clothes from shine because it's um it's you know it's um supporting fast fashion but but they'll go and buy clothes from you know these pole companies that are on pole junkie that are all made in chinese factories <laughs> yeah like, or they'll what they'll have an iphone that is made in china right in, uh, it's yeah and this is actually why i personally i'll never be one of these people that will post to me like oh you know i don't um agree with the queen because of this or i don't think you should wear fast fashion because of this because I couldn't say that and then walk out of my front door wearing a T-shirt that was probably made fast fashion. Oh, by the way, Athena, probably not actually. Oh, oh look, it's a T-shirt that Athena gave me. But, um... oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Stevie needs one. Yeah, you're going to have to send him one, Athena. 
um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't want to be, because the thing is, right, and this is the problem, is people always go back to find the receipts. So I'm very conscious of that because if I post and say, oh, you know, the queen is a, a, a horrible person because she did this, right? They would then go on my Facebook, what look years back where I, I don't know, shared a queen's speech and they'll be like, oh, really? Well, you used to support her then. And this is the thing, I don't want to be called out for being hypocritical. And I feel like a lot of the people who are doing it are being a little bit hypocritical. These are the same yeah. people that probably listened to the queen's speech every Christmas and loved it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, come on. Don't but do it's it just also for, like for uh, it's a little bit how do you call it's a little bit uh, stiff a stiff mentality because it's like you can't change your mind we change all the time like i'm not yeah. the person i was last year and uh, probably in 10 years i'm gonna be a totally different person so what if last year maybe i was like oh i like the queen i really like her style today and this year i'm like Oh, yeah, but she was horrible. And then two days later, I'll be like, well, she was a symbolical figure. So what the fuck do I care? You know, it's like right. we're people. We're we're like the moon. We have phases. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. I just um, it just really reminded me of just what a horrible place the Internet is. Like, I, I feel like don't get me wrong. Like, it's, it's OK to have an opinion on people. But like when someone's dead, it's like. You know when people upload a status and they're just like, oh, you know, this is what I think about the Queen, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, babe, I'm really sorry, but she never saw your statuses when she was alive. She ain't going to fucking see them now she's dead. She doesn't give a shit about you. So, like, just, do you know what I mean? Like, what what does it contribute? It doesn't go, all it's going to do is cause arguments. That's all it does. Mm. I just feel like, you know, it don't me wrong. Like I said, I agree mm. with some of the stuff. I really do. But, you know, you're just like, what? What is it going to contribute if I were to say stuff like that? It's not going to do anything. Exactly. And that's the thing now. Like, I very rarely post on social media because I try not to post, like, if I'm emotional or, or if there's something that's, like, on my mind, I don't post on the back of those feelings because I just feel like it leads to a, a bad outcome. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, you if you're upset and then you're making... um statuses and stuff about the queen and then you're kind of just into you're just trying to interact in a conversation to either make yourself feel better or to calm me down or to it will just end up exploding and making things worse yeah by the way what is that noise someone has got drilling going on the background who is it yes is it, let me guess, my neighbor yeah yeah it's my neighbor is it coming from <laughs> your Martha? window or is it coming from upstairs from upstairs. Oh, I was like, what is that noise? I, know. I was like, I couldn't work out whose it was. But of course it's Athena. Who else would it be? <laughs> She's got a denim jacket on. She's trying got... to break. <laughs> She's got a drilling going on upstairs. It's just this is this is literally the epitome of Athena's life. It's just the most hectic thing I've ever experienced <laughs> in my life. <laughs> right, let's um let's move on to our next question. So yes. um Really random one. How many people have you slept with? I actually saw this one. And I was like, genuinely, I don't know. But I reckon I could probably, I could easily say it would definitely be less than, like, are we talk, what are we, when you say sleep with someone, do you talk full sex? I don't know. What, would you yeah. say full Okay. Because, I mean, I sucked a lot of cocks. Like, you know, who hasn't? No, no, no. Honest. Let's include that too. 
Oh, wow. Oh, God. Oh, no, that's not. <laughs> Stevie's like, no, I don't want to say that number. <laughs> you know, because like, for, for gay, I feel like for gay men, you know, because it's not like, like we discussed in the last podcast, you can't just have a quick little bit of gay sex here and there, you know. It's, it's got to be prepped. It's got to be, you know, you've got to be ready. So gay sex actually is only really safe for people who you've maybe been seeing for a while or someone like, or maybe you were just prepped for it. Stevie's looking at me like, mm, is it? <laughs> you know, yeah, you, kinda, you can't just literally while. just be like out on the street and see some hot guy and be like, oh, let's go and hook up or whatever. It doesn't really work like that. But you know, I could see a hot guy out on the street and suck his dick. You know that that we could do that can work. But yeah, yeah you so can still sleep with them. We're just. I also just think might be messy. Ways, you just have. Yeah, it might be messy, and that's just the name of the game, honey. Okay. <laughs> sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. <laughs> you know, you just <laughs> depends what surprise you're going to get that day. You know. Um, yeah, um, I would probably say slept with probably maybe in less than ten, like full sex, oh. but. I mean, playing around, messing around, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, like twenty to no, not that many. Fucking hell! Well, you gotta remember, I I met Mitch when I was twenty one. So, and I only really started having sex when I was like, I don't know, seventeen, eighteen, or oh. whatever. So, like, yeah, and I wasn't sleeping with loads and loads of guys. I mean, so yeah, I'd probably say messed around with. I'd say less than thirty. What about what about you, Athena? Um, I had, wait, one, two, <laughs> I'm not counting all the guys I have sex with, but I had like four <laughs> serious relationships and in between I probably slept with more, I don't even know, I, I couldn't even remember them all now, but probably around 20. 20, oh okay, and how old are you again? 36. Oh, see, I think that's a, that's a nice yeah. number, do you know what I mean? Like if you... Yeah. yeah, that's like a that's a nice number. I think as well, you know, it's it's all good to say. Oh, I've only said one or two people. I've got this thing like, and I actually I, I talk about this a lot with Mitch because Mitch hasn't slept with many people at all. Like probably less than ten. Uh, probably actually, I think it might be less than five when he last told me he was saying that because he met me like quite soon on in his oh, coming out. That's so he cute. came out quite late, but like, um, and I always say to him, I'm a bit like, do you ever? think about like you know what it'd be like to go out and just have fun with loads of different guys or whatever and just get it out of your system he's like no not really but he's not really that type of person whereas yeah I don't know it always makes you think oh you're not gonna one day wish that you had done that but yeah what about you Stevie come on let's hear the numbers I can't how many hands to are you gonna need how many mine's, hands no mine's it's definite well it's gonna I don't know if it's definite but it's gonna be into like 80s to 100s I would say Wow. 80s to a what full sex yeah wow stevie oh my god because i was like yeah well yeah wow <laughs> this uh if you're listening say. to this podcast and you're getting annoyed by that drilling in the background don't worry i can tell you that i'm getting just as annoyed by it as you are it's so annoying. it's actually just it's just me when I was younger. It's just Stevie's vibrator that he's got in. It's like the only thing holding his poos in. <laughs> but like, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a lot of people. So what? You would like have sex with more than one person in a weekend kind of thing? 
Um, sometimes it would be like groups or like parties, but it wasn't like that was a time I wouldn't say that was particularly enjoyable. It was either like alcohol fueled or I would just be like drinking because I was feeling a certain way and then I would get into like these situations with people. So it's not all like flowers and like fun daisies and stuff and just like meeting people along the way and they're all relationships though it's all from different reasons but yeah it would be around that amount oh my I would god say. I just your butt must be like a absolute bucket I'm just <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not anymore because you're in a committed relationship now you're yeah a boy now. I've been with Dylan for like almost three years now but from when I've never really had a proper serious relationship. This is my longest one. So from when I was like 17, really, to like now, I've just been single. But are you happy that you kind of got that period out of your system? Because now, do you feel like you can settle down and can enjoy life? Or do you are you still a very sexually active person in your brain where you think, well, I would like to go out and suck 20 dicks or something? Do you know what I mean? No, I'm almost the opposite now. To where Dylan, like, heard what I used to be like when we first started dating. It was like, oh, yeah, you're going to be, like, really kinky. And I'm like, no. No. Not really. Not really. <laughs> I've done yeah. it all and didn't really enjoy it, so. Yeah, I know what you mean. Athena, where are you going? I'm trying to see if it's Just... less... No, it's not better. It's just it's gonna say it's, <laughs> it's definitely not better there. Let's stay where you are. You're fine. <laughs> um, I love that you were like, let's go on a little journey around the flat and see if we can find a different place. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think it's good though that you're so honest about it because I don't think you sh- anyone should be embarrassed about the no. amount of people they've slept with. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, have you ever had group sex, Athena? No. No, neither have I. Do you know what it is? Um, See, also, that's a way you just rack up your numbers all in one night. Yeah, true. I was going to say, <laughs> I guess that does really rack up the numbers. Um, have you ever been to a gay sauna, Stevie? No, I haven't. A what? No, Sorry? What did you ask him? A, a gay sauna. So it's like, a, oh. it's just basically, it's like a spa, I guess, but just the jacuzzi's got loads of like cum floating on the top of it because there's loads of people <laughs> having sex in it and no it's um it's basically yeah it, it's like a sauna but it's um it's like a spa but gay men go there to sort of like have a jacuzzi meet other men maybe and then have sex with them it's what i've been told but i don't wow. actually know where they actually have the sex because i've never been to one do you, you've never even been in one stevie no. no. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've been told it's like. And I've heard, because I had a friend who used to go to them. And he was like, oh, there was like a guy in the hot tub getting like wanked off and stuff. I was like, oh, my God. Like, just, I don't know. But also, like, from a hygiene point of view, I was like, no. ooh. Yeah, I wouldn't like. No. That was a bit horrible. But, yeah, no. I. But I there's loads think... of spaces like that, that that enable people who are more like sexually free or sexually active or sexually confident all of the above to kind of go and have a space for them that's like safe um well I hope it's safe in the ways of being like nothing's going to happen to you when you're there because there's going to be cameras you're checked in that kind of thing yeah um and also from like protecting yourself um with condoms and things as well to just have that space and be like right this is where you can go you can enjoy yourself and as long Mm. as you like stick to these rules it's all going to be good do straights have them i don't think so no i don't think i think they just come to our saunas (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, there's a lot of straight men that goes wild ones too. Um, yeah, I was just thinking, no, there must be one that straight people have, like a somewhere they can just go to like meet people and have sex. There must be, maybe it's like a different, call something different, but it must but it have. It sounds like, like, um, like an exchangers thing, no? How do you call them? Swingers thing, no? Swingers, yeah. Exchangers, that sounds so much nicer than swingers. <laughs> it does actually. <laughs> Oh, what, so you two are very nice people. Are you exchangers? Yeah, we are. <laughs> we just exchange all of our fluids with other people. And then there's the events like Torture Gardens, all those fetish, yeah, event, fetish events where like it's not for any particular sexuality. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyone can go there. Oh, Athena, you would actually, Athena, you would love Torture Gardens. So for anyone who's listening to this and doesn't know what Torture Garden is, it's a fetish night. Um, so basically people who are into like uh, leather gear, maybe PVC or have certain best shears, they can go and just be themselves and have a great night. And it's so good. I've, I mean, me and Stevie have been a few times and they had a pole there. So we like spent the whole night on the pole and we're just like dancing. We've got like little leather outfits on and we've got like PVC <laughs> outfits on, whatever. Having the best time. And I remember, I'll always remember being with Stevie and walking into the dungeon because they have a room that's a dungeon and they have like you know medical play where they'll have like medical beds that people are like tied to and stuff and I just remember being with Stevie and walking in there seeing the medical bed and people were gathered around and I was like what's going on so when I looked and it was just a guy just having sex with a girl on the medical bed and people were just watching oh yeah we like, talked about that in the last podcast yeah that's just that's weird did I talk about it in the last one? I think it literally shocked me so much that I was like, <laughs> I still can't get over yeah. it. I'm just like, whoa. We're going to be doing like 10 podcasts <laughs> and Dan is going to talk yeah. about it. <laughs> I'm going to talk, I'm gonna like... talk about it in every one. <laughs> oh, my God. It was just like an experience I'd never had before. But it was but great. But also for those people, you don't have to go into Torture Gardens and, and have sex with people, do things no. with people. It's the ones that we went to, although it was a long time ago now, but they're all in different rooms. So if you didn't want to see any of that, you just didn't go into the rooms. And right. that's the nice thing about it. We were just intrigued, weren't we? We were like, let's go in and have a look. <laughs> i tell you what, yeah. the, in, the, in the dungeons, like where, the, where a lot of people are mainly having sex, it, they have a lot of really cool equipment in there and stuff. Hi, Marco. Is that Marco? Yes, it is. He was trying to hide. <laughs> Dob and Dan. Dob and Dan. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I just, um, yeah, I just, I think it's amazing. I think it's great for people who are, like you say, they're really sexually free and just want to live their best life and go to a club or whatever and do all these crazy things. I think it's great. Um, it's not really for me. But yeah, I mean, would you, Stevie, if we hadn't been with you, would you have been on that medical bed, do you think, or no? Um. Knowing <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> what I was like back then, probably. Um, I don't know, actually. Depends how much I had to drink, I think. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think, though, that that's like, like, don't you do you ever did you ever or did you ever like so you don't really do it now but like did you ever worry about things like that like drinking so much to the point where it would really dictate the amount of people maybe you slept with whether you used protection or not whether you consented or not do you ever did you ever worry about stuff like that and be like oh you know if I've had enough to drink I could I could be going home with anyone <laughs> um well 
yes, when I was sober, but at the time, like that, I didn't really have that switch. You know, some people when they go out and they they can just like move on to water, or they can just like, oh, I'll just stop drinking for a bit because I can feel myself getting a bit tipsy. That was just never there into my my brain. Fair so. Enough these things would just happen and then the next day I'd be like, oh, okay, well, now we have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that's fair enough. No, that is yep. fair enough. I think it's, it's, I just, I guess as well, because I don't drink, maybe I find it hard to understand because I don't drink. But yeah, Athena, is that something that you would do? Would you go to a club like that or is it not for you? No, no. And I, because, I'm too shy. Yeah, I, I'm so shy. Not really. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like I'd be like oh like me get naked in front of all of you oh I can't do that but then part of me also thinks but maybe I mean don't get me wrong it's not something and Mitch is definitely not interested in because he's expressed his feelings like before but maybe I should have when I was younger done it and gone to a club of that and just been like you know what I am just going to do it I'm going to take all my clothes off and it will force me to be maybe a bit more body confident because I hate getting naked in front of people. I I, hate, I don't. Even but really babe, like I think that's Mitch, just normal. It's not. <laughs> do you, Do you think? Yeah, I think it's normal. Yeah. Yeah, well, body positivity. I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to get in the theme, but I don't think body positivity is necessarily the fact that you have to feel comfortable being naked. I mean, there's nothing really sexy in being naked. Especially in a man with his private parts hanging around. It's just ugly, you know? Wait, hold on. No, see, we've discussed this before. We've discussed this before. I don't think they're ugly. Like, I don't know. Stevie, do you think penises are ugly? Because I think you can get some... I think some penises are ugly. That, 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 that I will admit. But I think some penises can actually look really nice. <laughs> I do I don't really know how to answer it because I I don't I just think it's a a strange part of the body. I kind of see it as a bit like a foot. I just think they look a bit <laughs> odd. <laughs> you think it's not a... that they look similar? Stevie's like, just, yeah, stick your pattern. foot in me. <laughs> no, that's not... Stevie's taking fisting to a whole new level, and he's on footing now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't look at it as any other body part at all. Like, I think it's completely separate. I, I don't know. It's very interesting yeah, that I... you said it's like a foot because actually one of my students, she's a scientist. Like, she's super smart. And she does, like, researcher, researches about the brains and stuff like that. And one time in class, I was like, why do people have fetish on uh, pet, feet fetish, whatever, feet, fetish? <laughs> Oh my God, it should be fetish. It's fetish. And then she told me that there was a research that was made on that. And it's because like your feet in your brain are just right next to your genitals. In the brain, the my... part of the brain that controls the feet is right next to the part that controls the genitals. So they're right next to each other. So oh. Stevie, it's oh, very oh, logical what you say. Dicks are like feet. Yeah, okay, I see what you mean, right. Interesting. That's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, that's Also me, I was like, oh, I'm sat cross-legged, so actually my feet are very near my genitals at the moment. I was like, yeah, yeah, so. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, yeah, mine hangs so low, it's right next to my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I love it when people tell me about their fetishes, though, because I just, 
I just find it intriguing to know what people are into. And I think lots of people worry that they're going to get judged, but especially in the poll community, I don't think they'd really get judged for it. So I think we're very, as a community, we're quite open to things like that. But yeah, um, I think, sorry, we've literally gone on a bit of a tangent with that one. I want to go to another one. Okay, next question. So, um, mm, hold on, I want a good one. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Okay, here we go. Um, This person has put, what are your toxic traits? I'll start. I secretly have the ick for my friend because she has zero self-respect. Um... That's a bit of an odd one. That she, she's got the ick for her friend. Yeah, I think that's a bit odd that they've said that. I think they should be like, oh, rather than having the ick for their friend because they've got zero self-respect, they should maybe talk to them What's and be like, this ick? is why you should have some self-respect because you're amazing or whatever. What's, What's an that? ick? The ick. An ick. Like if you have an ick for something like, uh, like if someone gives you the ick, it okay. means. Um, like disgusting. Like, well. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like ick. Like, oh, okay. like, I don't like it when people do that. It gives me the ick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> such a random <laughs> thing. But you know, actually, when someone doesn't let English isn't their first language, when you hear stuff like that, you're like, that is such a weird thing to say. But yeah. I know. Um, what are my toxic traits? I mean, I have a lot. So do we have, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I think my most toxic trait is the fact that I will just say exactly how I feel and actually it gets me in a lot of trouble um that's probably my most toxic trait um because yeah it's it's one thing actually about myself that I wish I, I do sometimes wish I could change because I from a business point of view it makes no sense to be like that um from a friendship sort of place it also makes no sense to be like that because you know, being open and honest and saying it how it is is only going to get you in trouble and upset people. But I also have to be true to myself. And I just one of those things, sometimes like word vomit, it almost will come out before I even get the chance to think about it because I just have to say it straight out. That's probably my most toxic trait. Toxic. It does get me in a lot of trouble. That's not toxic. No, I I think it can no. be. I def, I, no, I think I can be toxic because I think... I won't just say how I feel, like, I will go in on it. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's fine. I'm actually a lot better nowadays than I am. I'd say another toxic trait maybe is that <laughs> I I love, um, I'm one of those people that I am so bitter mm. sometimes that when something bad happens to someone who's wronged me, how many times have I called you, Athena, and been like, oh, Athena, yeah. listen to this. This is Yeah, you are so, bitter. So, how funny yeah. is this? <laughs> I'm so bit. I'm the most bitter person. I can admit it. I'm so bitter. So when bad things happen to the people that I don't like, oh, I fucking love it. And people are always like, oh, do you know what? Months will go by and something bad will happen to them and you won't even care at that point. I'm like, let me tell you now, I will still <laughs> laugh. <laughs> and uh, an instructor who used to teach me, this is so funny, actually. An instructor who used to teach me, she left on very bad terms. Honestly, I can I say this honestly. I have met lots of people who have met her and they also agree that she is just a horrible person. And at first, when she first left, I used to think, God, I wonder if I did wrong by her or, you know, maybe it was me or whatever. And she went to another studio owned by a friend of mine and then she ended up sacking her too. And I tell you, it took a long time to happen, but when it did, oh God, it felt so good. And 
I, I shouldn't have felt good about it because this was we're talking years later. I should have been totally over it by then. So that I'd say that's a toxic trait. Okay, that's my toxic traits, I think, is that I'm a bit of bitch and I say shit how it is and it always gets me in trouble. So, Stevie, what's your toxic trait? You sleep with too many Ooh. people. <laughs> um, I would say one of my toxic traits being not knowing when to stop. Um, and <laughs> Not knowing when one, one dick is too many. <laughs> Um, and I all well, it's not so much anymore because I've tried to like ball it down. But I always want to be liked into a way that it can be like detrimental to me, or even like um, just I just hate the thought of knowing that people don't like me, and it can be yeah, it just sends me insane sometimes. Do you... but I have to like calm it down. Do you think that's uh it's funny because well you and me have talked about this before and I feel very much the same. I have this thing like where especially on the social media when people are like trying to cancel me or are talking shit about me, it does make me really sad. Like and you know, Athena's had like I've tried to cancel you so many times, Dan. Know, it's literally all just me. It's just yeah, it's all you. You're just making all these <laughs> troll profiles, but it's you. But like, um and it makes me really sad. But do you think it's a growing up gay thing? Because I don't know if you agree with this, but when, when you're a gay kid in school, you're very highly likely to have been bullied and hated by all the kids. And I feel like, so my therapist thinks that because I went through that as a kid, that's why I have this need to be liked. Do you think anything of what you're going through has to do with that? Yeah, similar. And also my um, parents split when I was younger. So there's always this, like, just, I think... I want I guess to be liked and to just make sure that things are always at like a a neutral or like good level Mm. and I think if you're disliked it comes with conflict and forms of conflict I'm not very good at like I'm I I one I hate being told off anyway but also two if I'm in an argument like I cannot argue back I find it really difficult um, and when I'm in like areas of conflict or if there's a situation that gets a bit heated, I can feel all my like, natural defences trying to shut shut me down. Really? And so I find that very, yeah, I find it really hard. I actually feel like sometimes almost like when I get in situations of conflict, I want to defend myself more, like, because I'm like, yeah, I go into Yeah, but you're awful mode. when you're backed into a corner. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. oh my god. Oh god, when people back me into a corner, I get really bad because it's that defense mode. I'm like <laughs> I feel very attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like I just yeah, I, I don't like that at all. But that's why I try to avoid situations like that as much as possible because that again probably another toxic trait of mine again is that when when I do get backed into those situations I go into this very defensive mode and that's probably when I'm the nastiest of people like I don't not nasty physically just always with my words I can be very cutting like because I think again it just relates to that being bullied as a kid and taking it taking it for years and years and years and now as an adult I'm just like no and I feel like I have to really put up like stick up for myself so yeah what about you Athena what's your toxic trait putting on jean jackets <laughs> at 20 degrees yeah putting <laughs> <laughs> oh so yes. toxic oh <laughs> I guess I'm just I'm, I'm a chaotic person yeah but I don't know how toxic that no I think yeah toxic trait is that 
I'm always a little bit self-righteous, like especially with people who are close to me. I, I have a trouble to see where I went wrong. Like I'm very good at spotting their wrongs, but then I'm like, you should be so grateful to have me around you because I'm here to tell you that you're, yeah, you suck at this and you're really bad at that and you should improve in that. Yes. And listen to me. And, you know, and then when they, they try to, to tell me something that they wish I would make an effort on, I get really defensive, like this is not true and blah, blah. So, yeah, I think that's my talk. What? Where, where do you think that comes from? Where do you think that, like, where, where do you think that sort of, like, wanting to, like, not be criticized? Where where do you think you get that I don't that know. From? I think it's just being a Virgo. That's such a Virgo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Judging everybody, but except for myself, you know, so. <laughs> Did you, you love all your star signs and stuff, don't you? Did you see that meme I posted the other day? It was like... People need to stop asking yeah. me what sign I am. Clearly, from I'm God. a sign from God. <laughs> I, love <you. laughs> I love that. It's oh my God, perfect. I love that. <laughs> okay. What's your star sign, Dan? Your I'm a Taurus. Taurus. Which as well, do you know what? It, it could be part of the reasons why I'm so yes. stubborn when I am backed into a corner because Tauruses are notorious. And you're good with money. And like, I am Taurus are good with money usually. Oh yeah! But, oh really? I've yeah, never yeah. Heard that They're very good with money, and you're also uh, aesthetically very beautiful because that's a Taurus. What what signs what signs are bad with money, Stevie? What's your sign? <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. A Scorpio is good with money. Uh, I think when they t when they um, handle them. I can tell you the answers. Yeah, no, they're not when good they handle, I think usually <laughs> when they handle themselves, when they get their shit together, they can be good. But uh, like. They're not, not very good. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> so, do you know what Stevie's like? Oh, I never, I never know when to like say enough to a drink and stuff. And I was probably one of the worst people because when I wanted to go to home at night, he'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna stay out," and I'd feel so bad. I'd be like, "Here, have some money. Go and buy yourself some more drinks. I'll see you back at home." <laughs> I'd just give him money and be like, "Right, go on, go and get more drunk." <laughs> so bad. Oh, hey you. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to come on and tell you about one of our podcast sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by The Pole Circus. So if you've never heard of The Pole Circus before, The Pole Circus is an online showcase and competition which can be entered and watched by anyone from anywhere in the world. So as long as you've got an internet signal, as long as you've got a computer or a TV to watch, you can watch this show and it's going to be amazing. It's on October the 22nd and the show is going to be freaking awesome. So make sure you check it out. They've got world-class judges judging this event. Yeah, it's just going to be super awesome. So make sure you check out The Pole Circus. You can find them on Instagram at The Pole Circus. But I'll also put a little link in the bio of this episode just so you can go and find out a little bit more about them. So make sure you check out The Pole Circus. But um, okay, let's move on to our next question. Have any of you ever bought followers? I thought oh. this was a good one. No, I genu genuinely, I haven't. I've never bought followers. Um, I'm sure people think I have, but if you actually look at my follower numbers, they never ever increase rapidly. No. Um, and that's purely because I just let it naturally take over. At the moment, it's actually really frustrating. I keep flitting between 97.9 and 98K. And then the next day I'll look, it's 97.90. And I'm like, fuck's sake. I'm like, why does it keep doing that? I'll like lose a hundred, then gain. You remember 20, when I wanted to buy like, followers oh. on TikTok? 
like just to make the experiment yes. a few months ago i opened the tiktok and i messaged them i was like i want to try to buy followers on tiktok just to see what will happen but then i i read some reviews about it and they say it's just stupid because yeah yeah so well that's that's would be my next question is like what's the negative why is oh sorry i just moved my foot and it sounded like a fast <laughs> <laughs> i was like did you just fart sorry carry on no i didn't um but what is the like what's wrong with buying followers what's wrong with it yeah um well it's i think it's more just like it creates that false image that you are like a public figure maybe or that loads of people follow you because you're amazing at pole or whatever but there's nothing really no it's just the algorithm the algorithm will make you will hide you more that's it actually yeah yeah so it's gonna look great when people do somehow find your page because obviously it might look like you've got a lot of followers but you can generally tell because people Buying followers will only increase the number of followers that you have on the top of your little page, right? Which which looks great, maybe. For some people, it might look great. But you'll then look on their videos and notice that they've got mm. like, no comments or maybe one comment. Um, and then you'll click on, so me and Athena have done this before because we've had a few people that we've thought, have they bought followers? All you need to do is go to their follower list, scroll down through two or three times and then stop and click on yeah. a few of the profiles and generally, if the profile is like a locked profile that is followed by maybe like 100 people, but is following yeah. 4,000 people, you know at that point that it's a bot, what, what people call like a bot yeah. account. So, yeah, generally, that's how you can tell. But I just find it a really odd concept. Why would you want to waste your money on that? I don't... The thing is, as well, is those people aren't going to no. buy anything from you because they're bots. They're not even real accounts. So it's like... Yeah, exactly. I mean, even if it, if I understand that, well, it's the world that we live in as well. Like people trust accounts that have large followers. Right. And if they don't know how to identify bots, then they would assume that one account that had a load of followers, the one account that didn't, would have, would be more genuine than the one that had left. Yeah. And, actually, and so if I was a business owner and I wanted to like propel myself quicker, I would probably buy bots if I wasn't worried about, if it wasn't a um, kind of like your account's a bit different, Dan, because you interact with people quite regularly. Right. But if it was solely a business account or you were just yeah. selling things, then I can kind of understand why. Yeah, see, I think you're, you're right, actually. I would say actually maybe, um, maybe not for a big business because it probably at that point wouldn't really be worth it. Uh, because it would then look very obvious. But I would say if you're a new business, it actually, do you know, it's funny, actually, that's probably the only situation where it might be worth doing purely because when you're a new business, if you then make posts and stuff and you've only, got, and then people see your posts and they look on your page and see that you've only got maybe a hundred followers, they'll be like, yeah. oh, this company's obviously not very good. But actually it's not that you're not very good. It's just that you're new. You're a new business. So it might actually be good. Yeah, you're right. I've never thought of it like that. So for things like that, it could be quite good. But um, yeah, I would say for things like, you know, like ours, like pole dancers. Be, Unless there was useless. a way that you know that you can buy followers that are only pole dancers that will buy your shit, I would right. totally buy them, you know, like, yes, give me yeah. 1,000, yeah. You know how, like, 
years ago you used to be able to buy people's data like I mean it's totally illegal now you'd never be able to do that but you used to be able to buy people's emails so like if people had subscribed to like an email list or whatever um and they had information that they were into fitness like I could have bought that mailing list kind of thing and then emailed that mailing list this was I'm talking years ago I don't even know if it was legal then to be fair but I mean now obviously because of like all the like, laws and uh... yeah I, well I didn't ever do it so it was way too expensive but um I remember thinking like, you know, that actually is something you could never do now. I can kind of understand things like that because it would be people who are more your target audience. But with bots and stuff, it no. doesn't really make any sense. But actually for anyone listening who has, has got maybe a friend or someone they know and they think, do you know what? I could have swore that the other day they were on 3,000 and now they're on 50,000. If you think that someone's had a massive increase really quickly, go onto a website called Social Blade. It's like socialblade.com or something. Because I always do this because sometimes I see people who have done that and I'm like, hmm. And you will see on there how many followers they gained that day or like that week. And you'll be able to see how many they've gained. And if they've gone like two followers this day, three followers, four followers, and then all of a sudden 5,000, 10,000, yeah. You know they've bought followers. There's just, there's no way they haven't. It, that'll be why. So yeah, that's actually a good way, just as a little bit of info for anyone who's intrigued by it. But no, never bought any followers. I assume, Athena, you said you were going to, but you haven't. And Stevie, actually, I assume like, you haven't either. Two no, years I ago, I did no. like, it wasn't buying followers, but I did see this girl that we follow each other. She also does flexibility. And I saw she she has like a business on your like social media. How do you call it? Like expand your social media. So I asked her, her name is Sydney Gorling host or something like that. I messaged her and I was like, hey, what kind of services do you provide, etc., etc." And then she was like, yeah, we, we will, me and my sister, we will make your social media explode, blah, 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 with real interactions, etc., etc." So I was like, okay, let's give it a try for two weeks. It was the trial. And it was like, every time I would post something, she was like, message me when you post something. And I would post something and then I would message her. And as soon as I would message her, I would get like 1000 likes. Mm. But, you know, but then I was like, and then after the two weeks, she was like, oh, do you want to continue? And I was like, no, not at the moment, because it's not what I thought it would be. I was expecting, you know, something like to boost your social media, something like to get you in the algorithm or whatever. Right. That's what I yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have like... 1,000 likes on my posts so, from random people. I was just people. about to say, who were the people liking the posts? Was it just random bot fake accounts? No, they were also, because I looked into the people, they were also their customers. Right, okay. So they use their customers to like your posts and then you to like their, you know, but it's like, that's just a, a cycle right. that brings me yeah, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Because we're all selling something here and we're not going to buy from each no. other. So what's, what's exactly. And you've, you've got a certain audience that you need to target. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I get what you mean. I think actually the best way really nowadays to actually get your own audience is to pay for like Facebook and Instagram ads. I tell you what, it's so expensive oh. now. It's you. So I use advertising for my studio for pole destroyers and stuff. I remember right years ago when, um, Facebook ads was fairly new. I used to pay uh, to boost 
um, posts. So if I did a post saying, oh, pole dancing classes in Hemel Hempstead, you know, come and join us, blah, blah, blah. I would put a boost on it and I'd maybe pay five pounds, 10 pounds, and I'd get so many people from it. I'd get so many people see it, so many comments. It was crazy. Now, you you got to spend hundreds. You got I probably yeah what? on campaigns. I probably have to spend one to two hundred pounds to get a decent amount of people. Don't get me wrong, I do still get a lot of people that convert to become students from that, and a lot of people do buy because I've done it so specific. That's the good thing about Facebook is that I can target people within the Hemel Hempstead area. I can target people who are into fitness. I can target people within this age range. So it is good. But God, they make you pay for it now. Oh, they really make you pay for it now. It's really expensive. But yeah. Um, okay. So this. <laughs> okay. This one, I wasn't even sure. I was like, oh, do we do this one? I'm not really sure. It's. But I feel like if we're going to do it, we need to all collectively say if we're going to do it and answer it honestly. Or if we think okay. maybe not to. Because I. I know. It's, so someone's put, who is your favorite and least favorite pole dancers? Now, I don't mind saying my favorite, but when it comes to the whole least favorite, I'm like, oh, is this going to cause like drama? But then saying that, I'm very open about who I do and don't like, aren't I really? Most of the time you can tell because I it will pu be quite public on social media a lot of the time. So I will say that I'm happy to say a few. I won't say why. I'll just say why they're not really people that I socialize or interact with anymore. Um, Stevie, it won't really matter because you, you again, probably don't give a shit whether they, whether they hear it or not. Um, Athena, what about you? I don't really have any favorite polo, except for you, obviously. Well, Sorry. You, you can, you can um, say me as your favorite then. <laughs> okay. As for least, is that somebody I've had a problem with or just somebody that I don't like? What's that? Sorry, say that again. The least favorite. Is that someone that you had a problem with or is it just someone that you don't enjoy watching? Someone maybe you've had, yeah, let's go, let's go maybe someone that you've had a problem with or someone who you're just not keen on for whatever reason. Uh, okay. But it could be that you don't like their okay. content and that you... Uh, just don't like them because of that. Let's go with that. I think I, I assume I'm assuming that they probably wanted some drama from this. So, <laughs> or maybe we just do our favorite one and then we just. Well, to be yeah. honest, I think it would be really hard for me to say my least favorites because I just love everyone in the poll community. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard for me to say because <gasps> I just love everyone. Um, yeah, no, definitely not. Exactly. Like, my heart is just so uh, yeah. big. And also my like my insecurity of wanting people to like me if I'm saying people I don't like. I'm like <laughs> Well you could just be like, Oh, I don't like them, you know, but I'm not gonna say why. Um well let's all start with our our folks. So, okay, let's let's just repeat the question. So who is your favourite and least favourite poll answer? <laughs> Such a shady question, isn't it? <laughs> um, okay, so let's do favourites to start. Um, I would say one of my favourites at the moment that I'm loving watching is Pole Kitten. Um, Pole oh, yeah. Kitten's actually teaching a, a, a camp that I'm going to be doing, um, what's it, next year. Uh, Stevie, who's your favourite pole dancer? Apart from me, of course. 
<laughs> Apart from, I've always, always, always had a soft spot for Una. Oh, Una Cavella. Yeah, I just, I just love, I always remember when I first started Paula, she was the one person that I used to watch, like, all the time. By the way, you know, you know that so, we've always said her name wrong, right? You know you're supposed to say her name as Ona. I was Did you ever see that video that she posted and it was like, oh, if you ever wonder how to say my name, just sing the Rihanna song. Oh, na, na. That's how you, that's how you say her name. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, no. But we okay, see the no. double O and we say ooh. <laughs> ooh. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Vella. <laughs> but yeah, and I think it's like Ona Kivela rather than Kivela, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yes, okay, so your favorite is um, Ona. Why is Ona your favorite? Oh, she just almost like imprinted herself for me from when I first started Paul. <laughs> and she was just like someone I really like, admired and always watched. Um, and now there's, I feel like there's a lot more recent ones who were like very heavy tricks or flexibility based, but she was kind of like a bit of the OG. Yeah, she is one of the more OGs, isn't she? Um, oh, and <laughs> we love Janine Butterfly. She's one of our favourite OGs as well, isn't she? We do. Yeah. Pantera, Janine. Yeah. I never actually got to meet Pantera, but you got to meet her, didn't you? That's so Yeah. Cool. Oh, where Amazing. is she now? Is she still doing pole, Pantera? No. no. I was told that she's not doing pole. I told that she's doing another sport, actually. I can't remember what it was. But um, yeah, she's not doing pole anymore, which is cool. Oh, she sad. was cool. I liked her. Mm. I liked her. She was really yeah. cool. She said something once in one of her workshops and she was like, one of the reasons why I train so hard is because someone um, said to me once that there is someone out there who is training harder and better than you and when you meet, they will win. Mm. And she always uses that as her like determination to keep her going. And yeah. the more I think about it, it makes me so annoyed, but it's like such a good motivation if that's something that really yeah, drives I, you. I always say this to people as well when it comes to pole competitions. I'm like, listen, you can't just go to a competition and hope for the best. You have to work so freaking hard because let me tell you, all those other bitches in your category are working way harder than you think, yeah. you, but then you think they are. And if you aren't working the hardest, you ain't going to win. Like, and it's, it's the truth. Like, you have to put your blood, sweat and tears into it. So yeah, I actually love that saying. That's a really cool saying. Athena, mm -hmm. who's your favourite? Actually, now that I, I processed it a little bit, I have many that I really like, apart from you, of course. Of course. Um, Alithia Austin, I really like her. Yeah. Um, Eva, Eva Bembo. Sorry. Oh, it's Babe. Yeah, Okay. Bye-bye. Child life. Yeah, I know that she's a little bit, yeah, whatever. I like her. So a really funny, a really funny story I had about Eva Bembo. Eva Bembo came to the UK to teach workshops and um, someone in the class, so she doesn't speak English, she had a translator, but she does speak small bits of English. And someone asked her a question, was like, oh, you know, I can't like get this trick. Like, you know, do you have any tips? And she was like, you must train harder. <laughs> like in a rush note, she's like, you must train harder. <laughs> and she's not wrong. To be fair, she isn't wrong. She makes a very valid point. <laughs> but 
But I was like, that is like what we consider to be like a rush. Like if, if I was going to expect to see like what the Russian mentality is, that's exactly what I think it is yeah. like. So I love that she said that, but apparently it didn't go down too well. But it made me really laugh when I heard that. Sorry, yes, Eva Bembo, who else? Yeah, that's it. Mm. You said you had loads. I was expecting like a whole long list. I mean, I've got loads <laughs> that I like. I mean, just obviously I, I love Paul Kitten, you know, Olga Kodas. Oh, yes, I love, yeah, Paul Kitten too. But like from people who were there like years ago that really left and that were there when I started Paul and I was really looking up to them. That's really Alicia and Eva Bembo. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair enough. It's, it's funny because back in the day, we used to have a lot of pole dancers who we really looked up to and we were like idolized them. And I feel like there's not really many of them anymore. Like, cause obviously I've like, got people like Felix Kane. I still love Felix Kane, mm. but we don't have those, you know, and we do have obviously that pole celebrities still, I guess, but not to that level. I remember, and Stevie will tell you, there was a time where like Felix would come to the UK or Janine would come to the UK and people would flock from all over the country to go to their workshops and we would pay a lot of money. I'm talking about £100 for an hour and a half, two hours. It was a lot, a lot of money. Um, you could never charge £100 now for an hour and a half workshop. Just absolutely not. People don't really want to pay £40. Like, um, it's it's changed a lot. I, I, God knows how much money they must have made. Back it then. has, <clears throat> but also the amount of people that were at that level was very limited. Yeah. And so now, like, if you think the demand for that for those tricks and that level of creativity, like social media wasn't as big as it was now. That the only way that you could get them taught safely as well, and insurance has changed um, drastically. Yeah. And the only way normally back then the work getting them in person and the only way you could do that is having them at your studio and you'd have to pay for their flights their accommodation etc mm. etc and people just had to pay for it yeah I, I actually still find that a really odd concept now like um with the whole workshops thing I feel like uh, so when I go abroad to teach workshops don't get me wrong like it's expensive to go abroad it is quite expensive you're obviously gonna have to pay for all your food while you're there pay for your flight so and the it sounds like all the dessert. Yeah, exactly. I've got to have dessert on every meal. <laughs> but like, um, it, it's expensive and it's, it's very, very tiring. But I've always found it really odd when people demand like for their flights to be paid for and like um, they have like specific demands. Like I'm happy to get a train. Like if I need to get a train to the studio once I've got off the air, off the aeroplane or whatever, I'll do it. You know, and if I Do have... you remember that pole dancer? <laughs> now I remember her she was also an og but she with black long hair uh she she was gorgeous Zariah. yeah i think so she always always used to request her husband and her kids come with her like Zariah. like babe okay <laughs> yeah that's um that's Zariah and nick Zariah actually still does poll um but yeah she she's doing it more like private lessons from our house now I believe I don't she's not traveling and teaching and you know what I don't blame her traveling and teaching gig it's freaking tiring but I pay for my own flights and then I just have like a fee that I charge and stuff and um but when I hear like they want they want like it has to be this star hotel or it has to be like they have to uh they have to pay for their flights their accommodation their internal 
travel or whatever i'm like listen if i need to get a train i'll get one but like yeah get get over yourself i'll just go get my charger but you you Mm. babes keep speaking yeah okay so um (laughs) stevie come on who is your uh, who who do you leave who's your least favorite pole dancer um it could even be something like, oh, they're my least favorite because I don't like their style or they did this and I didn't really like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I was actually going to say Soraya, but just because of um, some of her views that have come out since. Oh, yes. I love- Oh, so did you see that? Are you talking about the transphobic yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually... But that's because it, it just doesn't in line with what believe. I what my mm. views are and one of the reasons it's not if I it's not hate I love her style and I always admired her when she first came in to um into Paul um, and we actually went to watch I went to watch her when she was um competing in Miss Worlds and and Zurich I'm sure she yeah, yeah. she was there um but now that I've gotten older I just don't want people within or give them the time of day if their opinions don't match up with mine because it just falls back negatively in what we're saying about social media. If I don't want to read people's opinions or things that don't in line with what makes me happy, mm-hmm. then I don't see the point in having well, them there. See, for me, yeah, no, no, I agree. And I actually did message, so people are going to be so confused. It's basically, Zoraya made a post um, and it was like, uh, what is oh it was like it was a meme wasn't it and um I think may, maybe it was genuine uh she said that she misinterpreted the intention of the meme but basically the meme said um oh it's so hard bringing up kids today so you don't have to just teach them about the birds and the bees you also have to teach them about the bees who want to be birds the birds who don't identify as a bee, a bee or a bird uh the birds that want to you know it was that kind of meme wasn't it it was basically you know it was a anti-trans thing um and that was the intention of the post for sure that's the reason that post was created was to be anti-trans um and when she shared it she was like well no it is so true like it's so much harder to explain to kids nowadays like you know the different genders and stuff and that I'm like I just said to her, I was like, because I basically messaged her and said, if I was you, I'd take that down. I would just take it down. It's, it's really going to upset people. I am in a bit of a different opinion in, in the sense that um, I, I think that she should be entitled to her opinion. If she wants to have that, that's up to her. I don't agree. I don't have to agree with it. And I don't. Um, but I think there's ways of having your own opinion and I just didn't think that that was the right way so um because I felt like that was being a bit like nasty rather than being you know what I mean yeah and this is what we're saying about social media it can be construed construed so differently and as someone I always think to myself as a gay man if I'm asking people to accept me for who I am then I should also do the Mm -hmm. same for them and I think it's it can be quite narrow-minded if I'm like, oh, I don't agree with your views. So I I do have um, some form of leniency, but when it comes to views that are very strong, if they, like, I just don't want to see them on my social media because that affects me negatively in my mental health. So I just 
kind of remove but it. See, and if someone says stuff like that, see, I'm even one of those people though, that's that a kind of if no. someone says that they don't really agree with homosexuality, for example, I'm actually okay with it. And it's not that I agree with it. I'm a, so if someone says to me like, oh yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, oh, so you're gay? Okay, I don't really agree with that. Uh, it's not really something I believe in, but you know, good for you kind of thing. That would be okay with me. Is that weird? Because no. I just feel like if they're going to be respectful to me, like, and they're going to be nice to me still, they don't agree with my view on homosexuality and why it's wrong. Whatever, you know, they have their opinion but they're still my friend or they're still friendly to me. And yeah, and there are going to be people who listen to this and be like, no, that is wrong. They shouldn't think like that. But I'm like, we're all entitled to our opinions. So I just sort of think, well, if that's what they feel, like, you know, some people think the pineapple belongs on pizza and those people are absolutely wrong, but I would obviously respect their decision. <laughs> you know, and it's... Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I agree with you, but it's the, the thought of like, posting their views Correct. on social media and like kind of projecting it into other people's lives which I don't necessarily yeah. agree with and that's um that's I also think as well I didn't it's like that, that whole thing of why if let's say for example that I didn't agree you know with the whole trans movement you know um that's that why would I need to post about it I don't need to post about it I, that's just it's just an opinion I have. <laughs> I don't need to tell the world about it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like whatever the opinion I have, I don't need to tell yeah. the world about it. And for some reason we've turned into the society of people that they, they have to have an opinion, but they also have to tell the world about it. <laughs> but yeah, so no, I, that's fair enough actually. And actually I'd probably say that Zariah maybe went onto my list of polled answers that not that again, not that I don't like, I, I, still have her on my friends list but I disagreed with that and I kind of changed my view on her a little bit because when she'd said oh I didn't really look at it that way I felt like that was an ignorant thing to say because I felt like she did know I think maybe she tried to to use it as an excuse for the behavior and I, I didn't like that I'd rather she just be like oh god this I'm is... sorry I didn't even think of it that way I'm gonna go and delete it now done <laughs> you know but this is exactly what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Like when people have a platform, even if they go on and do an apology, like we were saying about the monarchy, for what they've said or what they've done wrong, will people actually still no. believe it? No. Um, and what will the outcome be? So, I, do you know what? It's that whole thing, and I, I yeah. say this a lot on this podcast, and I talk to a lot of people about it. You know, one thing I try to always think of now is what's that? What is that action going to achieve? Will it make me feel better? And is the result of it going to make me feel good? And most of the time it's a no. Like, it's like, a, a, if I posted saying this, how are, are people going to react to it? And also, how is that going to make me feel? And 99% of the time, if I if it's a, like a strong opinion or something, which I don't need to post about, it's that whole thing of it's just going to upset people. What's the point? Just keep my opinion to myself. Like, yeah. And I do. Maybe that's what we should have done with this maybe, question. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, but no, but I, I think it's an important thing to talk about. It's funny, actually. Um, I did actually consider even messaging Zariah saying, let's get you on the podcast. I'd really be intrigued to talk to you about it. And then I thought, actually, I don't really want to get into that because if it turned a bit, it, I just thought that could go, that could turn the wrong way. And I thought, mm, maybe not. It but would yeah, be I think, interesting, uh, who, uh, what, um Yeah, it would. Agreed. Yeah. It would be interesting for sure. Because um, you could always record it. If and it's then, really you know, bad, just like, delete it. Yeah. If it's bad, then you don't have to post yeah, it. Yeah, but... I could do. I just, 
Yeah, I feel like it's an opinion that I don't agree with, so I don't really know whether it's worth discussing it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah. Athena, what, um, what pole dancers do you dislike, apart from me? Um, Olga Koda, <laughs> but not because of her personality. Oh. Yeah, Olga Koda. I used to love her, but in the past few years, I think I told you that when you were here, like her style, I don't like it anymore, but I, nothing personal. I just like, when I see her posts, I'm like, oh, okay, it's too, it's aggressive. It's very aggressive. It's not mm. sexy anymore. And it's just like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, no, that's And then, of else? course, Anastasia. Anas you're, you're in your new phase yeah. now. <laughs> you're in your new phase now. <laughs> Anastasia, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need to add her to my list. I, actually, you know <laughs> so, what? Anast I'm annoyed no, at so, anyone. Stevie, you're... Sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Stevie, um, she's not talking about Anastasia Skutrova, not the Rainbow Marchenko Anastasia. No. I could see your mind being like, why? No, no. I don't know if you know. Have you heard of Anastasia Sokolova? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Anastasia Sokolova basically had a bit of a run in with me and, and basically tried saying that Polos was like, um, what is it, a scam? And that it was a, a scam page or something. And she just, oh, it was really bad. And she dared. And then, yeah. No, it was, it was. Cry on camera. I hate people. When I see somebody who cries in their story, I'm like, no, go, go away. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I still find that really funny that you feel like that. Because I, I, I don't mind people crying on their stories and I feel like it's genuine. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I understand what you mean with regards to the Anastasia thing. Maybe you didn't feel it was genuine crying, but like, you know, if someone's like passed away and they're like, oh, you know, my nan passed away or whatever. And, um, you know, I'm going to really miss her or whatever. And then maybe they have like a tear coming down their, their face and it looks genuine. I, actually, I kind of, yeah, I, I like, I kind of like it. That sounds weird. I, I'm like, that's really nice to see that side of them. Where the fuck do they film like, it? That's just weird. Why do they yeah, feel true? No, no, I, I, no, I mean people who are like they're doing like they're talking okay. and they, they've kept their composure, yes. and then all of a sudden they get upset. Yes, that I yeah, because I feel that's genuine. But if someone's like getting their phone, they're like, "Hi guys," and like that, they're crying from the the out the outset. I'm like, no, huh? That doesn't feel genuine. But also for me, <clears throat> emotion is. Like I'm not a type of person that would cry genuinely, like not genuinely, generally. You can't so tears. if I, <laughs> um, so if I was to see someone who's like hyper emotional, for example, that makes me, um, like I kind of shut off a bit because I, it yes. makes me uncomfortable. Mm. So that when yes. I see someone who's hyper emotional, I'm a. It's like, do you know what? And I get what you mean. Like, so there's. Yeah. Maybe that's our yeah, basic trait. But no, do you know what? It's funny because, you know, when I'm um, in poll classes, sometimes sometimes um, some students are the type of people that get so frustrated that when they can't get something, whatever, they'll start crying. And I never really know how to react because I'm like, oh, do I like hug you now? Or I just like want to tap them and be like, oh, they're there. But like, um, you know, if someone is like talking, like, you know, when people are doing wedding speeches, wedding speeches always get me when people are talking about someone that they love so much and then maybe a tear comes down their face. Yeah. That's what hits me. 
blubbering doesn't hit me so much but when someone is genuinely sad that really gets me I don't like that it, it, it makes me cry normally because I'm normally like oh they're sad so I'm sad too it's, yeah <laughs> I find that really really hard mm. unless it's animals if it's like Oh my god, don't. Do you know what? That's actually one of the things with the so with the whole queen thing again. Don't didn't know the queen, you know, the the corgis. Don't. I actually saw someone made a status and was like, it was fake, and I didn't realize. And at first, I got really upset. I was like, oh my god, please don't tell me this is true. It was basically a status, like it was like, oh. You know, and now the saddest part is that, you know, one of the Queen's um, dying wishes was that the the, co- the the corgis wouldn't outlive her, that they would go with her. The, cookies, <laughs> the corgis like, wouldn't outlive her, that they would go with her, you know. And um, so as and they were like, so and they were talking about the, the, the guards <laughs> having to put little um, put little like uh, bandanas over their eyes before they killed them. And so I was like, shut up. So like, that cannot be real. And I was like, but they'd made it sound really real. And I was like, no, I was like, oh my God. I was like, I swear to God, if they've killed those dogs, I'm going to have a heart attack. Anyway, then I looked on the comments and people were like, guys, this is a joke. It's not real. The dogs are still alive. I was like, oh my God, thank God. I genuinely thought that was happening. Okay. Right. I guess it's my turn then, isn't it? Um, Right, people that I hate. Hold on. <laughs> Let me take a long list. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just get my list. <laughs> um, and do you know what? One thing I will say is that there's people in the industry who I just don't have any time for. It's not that I hate them. And if I saw them, I would say hello. Um, and some of them, actually, I would even go out of my way to be friendly to because I don't hate them. I just would say that, you know, I'm going to tell you more people that I kind of avoid or people that I've had to block on social media. It was um, probably no surprise to anyone um, that I blocked Jazzy K on social media. Um, And not because I I hate Jazzy K, just because of the way she was behaving on social media and I didn't like it. And I just, I don't want to support that kind of behavior and that sort of like, yeah, I just decided that that just was not for me. So that was why I blocked her. And people, you know, when they noticed that we'd kind of had this discussion, this this disagreement in the comments, um, people were like, oh, like, did you block her? Like, I think it was two people that seen the argument were like, did you block Jazzy K? I was like, yeah, because I don't want that negativity on my social media. I, I can't have that. Um, but if I saw her, I'd be really friendly to her. And I've said to Athena before, I'm actually, I've actually thought about taking some online classes with her because I really enjoy her stuff. But yeah, and it was it was her at the time, and also another girl called, uh, I think it was Lara, like Lara something. And I was just like, oh, so you know, I just blocked them. You know, um, yeah, it's sad. A Christian Lebedev, do not like him. Uh, homophobic. Uh, polled answer. He was really horrible to some people in the UK before. Oh, not a fan. Um, yeah, he um, he taught in the UK and just uh, he was apparently very, very rude. Um, and I've just seen stuff online that he said that I really do not appreciate, don't agree with. So, yeah, I would say Christian Lebedev is probably someone that I do not wish to meet and don't really want any involvement with, and you know, that's okay. Um, yeah, so many. <laughs> I would love if um, 
anyone, if your uh, least favourite person is Dan, please get in touch with me because I'd love to hear <laughs> oh, your yeah, Please, <laughs> like as well, I, I can only, yeah, that's the thing as well. Oh, I've got lots of least favourite people and I'm sure I'm their least favourite person as well. And that's okay. You know, that's totally okay. Yeah, I just... Uh, you know what I'm like I, I'm one of these people I have a lot of fallouts with people because if I feel strongly about something I'll be really honest about it you know it's like you know me and Bendy K have had fallouts and that's why I think we've been friends I don't talk to, I don't talk oh, to yeah. Bendy and anymore. that's why I think we've been friends for so long no oh, do you not? it's really funny actually and again like I just I just choose not to talk to her anymore and I just blocked her on everything because I just you know there's lots of people that we have in this industry I won't name too many names but like it's we have a lot of people in this industry who are so different um, online to what they are in actual real yeah. life. In fact, me and Stevie have got a perfect example of that. I actually, so the, when we had you on, Athena, I'm going to be really honest with you. I'm really sorry. Don't be offended by this. But we originally, when we were going to do that sex podcast, we had asked another pole dancer. Yeah, I know right, that. Because I they, remember you told me. I think I mentioned yeah. it. Okay, cool. I did mention it. Cool. Um, so we had asked another pole dancer and um, they were like, oh, like, oh, no, no, I, I can't do that. Like, um, that, like I, I'm, I'm not really comfortable talking about sex and stuff. And I was like, and I remember messaging Stevie and being like, this is so weird. Like, because she posts, her, her posts are overtly sexual. Yeah. Like, she talks about, like, her dildos and, like, she'll post, like, memes are, like, rude and about guys she's fucked and, I remember just saying to Stevie, I was like, this is really odd because I thought of all the people. And I messaged her back and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, but this is really odd because I thought this was your kind of thing. She was like, well, you know, she was like, actually, I'm quite a private person. She said, I don't actually like talking about my sex life. I think she'd misunderstood. I think she thought we wanted to talk about her actual sex life, which obviously I didn't want to do. But um, yeah, I remember just being <laughs> a bit like, oh, I said to Stevie, I was like, I was, we were really shocked by it. But that just goes to show that people on social media are so different. And Bendy, obviously, again, you know, I, I used to be friends with Bendy. So for anyone who's like, oh, he obviously just doesn't like Bendy. No, I, I used to, we used to be very good friends actually, but she's a different person on social media. She comes across as this cutesy girl. And also and there's like a lot that. of people in the, in the pole industry, a lot of them are introverts. Yeah. Like, and they're creative introverts. And so when they're, posting on social media it's because they feel comfortable and maybe they're like in an a kind of like extroverted right. space but when you're meeting them they don't actually want to want to be that type yeah. of person who's out there because that's just and they're not, not horrible people it's like you know when i said about the jazzy k thing and i blocked her she's not a horrible person so i actually really like jazzy k it's just there are people in yeah, the industry I do as well. um acting a certain way on social media if there's one thing you will always get from me is the person that i am on social media is the exact same person you meet face to face i am just as much of a cunt in real life as i am on on social media <laughs> i can guarantee you that now <laughs> do you know and, and that's the truth and um but i think that's the best way to be whereas you know it's that whole thing of like i remember years ago like i used to say to bendy i was like oh you should share that fail it's so funny and she'd be like oh no i'm not going to share that because it doesn't fit in with that persona of perfection world champion, yeah dance and stuff perfection and i don't wrong and i understand why she never wanted to post stuff like that but with me 
I've always wanted anyone who follows me to know that, yeah, I, I can do some cool stuff on the pole, but I fail too. Yeah. And I go through body insecurities too. And I fuck up too. And I'd, I've always wanted to be real. And I, I, yeah, so I, I have a struggle with things like that. But yeah, let's do one more to finish. But that's just the, that's just how you wanted to perceive yourself. And that was my choice, of course. And yeah, exactly. And the way that Bendy wanted to perceive herself is totally fine. Is, acceptable yeah. they're all uh, you kind of get to create this person who you're not actually yourself at home and maybe you can portray someone who's a lot who's more confident or stronger and some elements of you that in your own self or your own personality you lack you can actually increase them on social media and be someone a little bit yeah. who you're not and have For a bit sure. of fun yeah. with and, it. and that's the thing and, and some people choose to use their social media like that and i fully support it if that's what they want to do but it's just that I don't, I don't relate to it. Do you know what I mean? But, but also equally for some people, I don't ever actually know because I've never met them in person. Whereas with people like Bendy, I've met her in person, I guess. So I know that it's not the same. Um, but yeah, it's like Adam Lynn, for example, he puts a lot of his personality on, on right. social media and you can really mm. get a good essence of what he'd be and, like. And I would person. say that actually he's very similar to me in the sense that when you meet him and I have met him a few times and so have you actually, he's exactly the same. Mm. He's exactly the same person. And, and that's what I like. I really like that um, because I relate to it more and it makes him seem a bit more human and I like that. But that's just me. And like I said, nothing against those people who I've just mentioned names of. There's nothing against them. It's just they're not the type of people that I would choose to go out of my way and spend my time with. Um, but yeah, it's just, that's just how it is. And to be honest, most of those people, I've probably even made it very clear on social media that we aren't friends. Yeah. So it's probably not news to anyone. Um, let's finish on a last one. Um, so... My husband wants to start sleeping with other people, but I'm not sure. Thoughts. So this actually kind of goes back to our, our chat earlier, really, kind of, about, like, the group sex thing. I think with that, that this is more like, this is more like what I intended the questions to be like, more like a, yeah. a dear STD, like, dear Dan, like, help me. Um, I think if that's what your husband wants to do, you should discuss it as a couple and discuss how you can make it work mutually for the two of you. Because if it's a sexual desire that he has, it's not going to go away. And that will only create resentment if you don't allow him to experience that. But maybe there is a middle ground, you know, between the two of you. I would ask yourself, why don't you want to do it? And what are the, what are the barriers to entry for you? Like, is it because you don't want people to find out about it that in that case maybe go and do it when you're on holiday with people that are never going to see you again or is it because you aren't confident being like me like not confident being naked around people you don't know well enough that that could be something to address i mean what stevie come on therapize us give us your therapy ways come on come on therapist <laughs> um well i would say the the main thing is communication after you some things like Although they're going to be difficult and uncomfortable, you've got to try and speak about it and be okay with it. But um, one, well, one thing I will say is what my therapist said to me as well is never have a conversation about sex when you've not got oh. clothes on. So don't do it in a way where, like, basically what that means is in a way where you feel uncomfortable or if you're vulnerable. Mm. So that could, which most people who don't have their clothes on feel that way 
Um, so do it in a way where you feel comfortable um, with an open mind and invite the conversation, but you have to communicate and speak about it. Because hearing that um, question, it sounds, well, there's two people in a relationship, right? And if he wants to open it, there's something that he is seeking and you've got to try and work out what it is that he's seeking and and why he's seeking mm. it. And can you do that together? Okay. I like that. Yeah, that's fair enough. What about you, Athena? What do you think? Oh, I think she's disappeared somehow. I think, actually, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe her internet's gone. She's, which is weird because her internet has been fine the whole time. But yeah, well, I think it's safe to say that Athena has said before that she's too shy to do stuff like that. But I bet she'd probably echo the the opinion that I've got anyway, in the sense that um, it really is just down to communication. I think with stuff like that and anything with your partner, I would just encourage you to, you know, speak to your partner and try and find a way that you can mutually make it work between you because... If, like I've always said, if Mitch ever came to me and said, I feel like I've missed out on an experience here um, and I want to explore it, I've always said, please do not cheat. Do it with me because once you've cheated, there's no way of going back from that. Um, but, you know, yeah. at, that, at that point, it's too late. Once you've cheated on someone, you can't go back from it. But if you had discussed it first and then she says do you know what? That's not really something that I want to do, but I am happy to support you and let you go to a sex party, for example, and just let it out of your system. Maybe, maybe they would yeah. say that, but yeah, um, that's not the way I would like to deal with it. The way I would like to deal with it is to do it together. And, um, and he was like, yeah, cool. And, and he's like, well, it's not really something I want to do, but if I do, I will let you know kind of thing. But yeah. So that's our answer for you. Athena has disappeared because yeah. the internet is obviously broken, but we're done now anyway. So Stevie, thank you. Oh, and one well. thing, just one last thing I will say, also is try not to get, um, try and separate your, if you have like insecurities or feelings for this conversation and try and listen to it without um, being like triggered, I guess, in a way but from like a mutual ground and just hear, hear what he out. has to say. Yeah. yeah. Rather than it's not going to be a, a, a tack or anything on, on yourself. It's going to be something that he wants to see. Yeah, for sure. But it will be hard not to take it to heart very quickly. So just try and try and go in with an open mind. Yeah. It must be really yeah. hard. And, and also one thing I also would say is try not to take it personally. Like you're not good enough mm. or that he maybe doesn't find you attractive, whatever, because I I think that's something that maybe I would struggle with because I may be like, well, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with, with having sex with me kind of thing? But I think you've got to remember that it's not about you. It's about an experience, uh, a moment that he wants to have. And it's not saying that he doesn't want yeah. to have sex with you anymore. He does. It's just he also wants to experience this thing. Um, and, you know, we only live one life. So have a little think about it before you say no. Have a little think and think, actually... Could this? Could we make this a fun experience together? Something that when we're ninety, we'll look back on and be like, "God, do you remember that time that we just got fucked by like twenty people in a room?" <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's true. Do you know what I mean? It's that whole like, "Oh, bless Dan, you oh, think you're going to be 90. Do you remember? Do you remember? The, do you, oh, bless you, Dan. You think twenty people would want to fuck you? <laughs> but yeah, I, be open to it. Think about it. And yeah, oh, I think I think I think Athena's come back just to say goodbye. But yeah. 
Okay, <laughs> Athena's back. We're literally we're just finishing anyway, Athena. So we're just my about phone to say overheated. I can't believe that this could happen. What ha What happened? It overheated and it just like shut off. What your laptop did? No, my phone. Your phone. Oh, okay. I was going to say if it was your oh, laptop. Does it have a denim jacket? Yeah, on? maybe take off your phone's denim jacket. Maybe it's just a bit too hot <laughs> in the twenty degree heat that you're in. <laughs> well, thank you so much, both of you, for uh, coming back onto the podcast. I want to make this a regular thing. We're going to maybe do this every couple of months because I feel like we always have very insightful chats. And if you have any questions for uh, dear STD please drop me a message on social media and let me know and I'll have to add it into our next little dear STD moment that we have. But yeah, until next time. Or sad. Or sad. You can make a sad question as well if you want. Sad or <laughs> STD. The STD can be the fun ones and the sad one can be the serious ones. The serious. But yeah. Yeah. Until next time, you two. See you soon. See you. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please go and give the page a subscribe if you're on YouTube. And if you're listening on Apple iTunes or you're listening on Spotify, whatever platform you're listening on, go and give us a cheeky five stars. And if you screenshot it and send me the little screenshot, I'll enter you into a prize draw to win some goodies from the Polo store. So go and screenshot it now. Send me a little picture. And I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Until next time. That was all the tea that you can get this week. Join me next time right here. It's the weekly tea.